At the table of grace, the cup's never empty. The plate's always full, and it's never too late to come and be filled with love never ending. You're always welcome at the table. You are welcome to the table of our Lord Jesus Christ, where he dines with you and you with him. The comforter, even the spirit of truth, is your chef, and I am your steward, Joshua Ojo. Our first course of the day is the words of our Lord Jesus, served from John chapter 18, verse 36. Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would fight, so that I might not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. Twice, he states that his kingdom does not originate in this world. And our second cause is also his words taken from John chapter 8 verse 23. And he said to them, You are from beneath, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. Our Lord Jesus knew where he was not from because he knew where he was from. He declared that he was from above. And he also knew his root was not in this world. He therefore stated unequivocally that he was not of this world. In John chapter 3 verse 13, our Lord Jesus gave the specific location of where he came from, saying, And no one has ascended up to heaven, except he who came down from heaven, the Son of Man who is in heaven. He knew and declared that he came down from heaven. And in John chapter 17 verse 8, he would reveal his consciousness of his root amongst these words. For I have given to them the words which you gave me, and they have received them. And I've known truly that I came out from you, and they have believed that you sent me. Our Lord Jesus knew not only that he was from heaven, but he also knew that he came out of God. He had this consciousness in himself that he came out of God from heaven. No doubt he walked in the light of this awareness. And if you and I will not be defined and consequently be characterized by the values and pursuits of where we do not originate from, we also must know without any shadow of doubt the spring of our being and know where we are from. The question therefore is, where are we his disciples from? Our Lord Jesus spoke these words concerning his disciples in John chapter 15 verse 19. 
if you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. He said his disciples do not originate from the world. And in John chapter 17, verse 14, he spoke these words to his father about us. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. He repeated his words in verse 16 of the 17th chapter of John. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. He not only stated that believers do not have their origin in this world, but he put us at equality with himself when he said, even as I am not of the world. This parity with he who came out of God from heaven is the answer to the question of where you and I originate from. In other words, we also came out of God from heaven, for we were in Christ, even as the woman was in the first man prior to God creating her out of him. Regardless of the sufficiency of the testimony of our Lord Jesus, we will look to his supplementary witnesses to testify to our origin. The apostle of our Lord Jesus writes to us in 1 John chapter 4 from verses 4 to 6. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are of the world, therefore they speak of the world, and the world hears them. We are of God. He who knows God hears us. The one who is not of God does not hear us. From this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Twice, it states categorically that believers have their origin in God. We came out of God. Put in plain language, we are born of God. The God of heaven is our Father. And in Philippians chapter 3 verse 20, the Apostle Paul writes, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we are looking for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. We are citizens of heaven. We came from heaven. Now here is the point. In our union with our Lord Christ, we came out of God from heaven. So what is the point of our knowing that we came out of God from heaven? Knowing our origin answers for you and I the two most important questions that are asked consciously or unconsciously by every soul that was born into this world. These two questions are, 1. Who am I? 2. Why am I here? In other words, we must know our identity and know the purpose for our being, at least if we desire to live an eternally fulfilled life.
for us to get the true answers to these two most critical questions, we look to how they were answered in our Lord Jesus. At age 12, he had this exchange with his parents, written in Luke chapter 2 from verses 48 to 49. And seeing him, they were amazed, and his mother said to him, Child, why have you done so to us? Behold, your father and I have looked for you greatly distressed. And he said to them, Why did you look for me? Do you not know that I must be about my father's business? He responded to his parents' query by asking them, Do you not know that I must be about my father's business? His response reveals the tie between the knowledge of his roots and his purpose. In other words, his consciousness that the God of heaven is his father informed him, as it were, of his purpose for being on the earth. He summarizes the singular purpose of his being in these words written in John chapter 6 verse 38. For I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. He knew he was sent from heaven to the earth to do his father's will. And in John chapter 20 verse 21, he spoke these words to his disciples. Then Jesus said to them again, Peace to you, as my father has sent me. Even so, I send you. In other words, we have the same commission as that which he received of his Father, not to do our own will, but the will of he who sent us. And in John chapter 15, verse 16, he reveals his purpose for our being. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you, that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit shall remain, that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. Our Lord Jesus reveals that his purpose for us is that we may bring forth fruit that abides forever. In other words, our primary purpose for being is fruit-bearing. How do we produce the fruit he ordained us to? Now, we know that to talk of fruit-bearing presupposes that seed has been planted. In his interpretation of his fundamental teaching of the parable of the sower, he revealed that the word of the kingdom is the seed planted in our hearts. Furthermore, he revealed that only hearts which he described as honest and good will bring forth fruit that abides in the process of time. These hearts are characterized by one, the true and comprehensive understanding of the gospel of Christ. Two, willingness to endure the persecution and affliction that Satan would whip up in his attempt to stop the seed, the Christ in us, from coming to maturity. 3. These hearts are free from the love of the world. 4. No deception is in them, and therefore no deceit 
issues from their tongues. On this note, we will conclude our meal with the words of our Lord Jesus, written in John chapter 15, verse 18. Herein is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. Amen. My soul is thirsty, Lord, to know you as I know. Drink from the river that flows before your throne. We hope your whole spirit and soul and body have been nourished at the table of the Lord Jesus Christ today. You may send your comments and request for further clarification by WhatsApp to 0817-955-9161, 0817-955-9161, or send an email to thetableofalord at gmail.com, thetableofalord at gmail.com. Join our soon coming bridegroom at his table at the same time next week. The grace of our Lord Jesus is with your spirit. Amen. Take me I just wanna love